Speaking of fucking seniors. Um. I was going to, I don't know where I was going to segue with that from. I thought like maybe like, oh. I was going to like make a joke. What a re- great intro. Well, okay. No. So I was going to say like, speaking of fucking seniors and I was going to like throw it over to sushi, but I was like, fuck, we're the same age. So I can't do that because. <laughs> Good job. Like speaking of fucking seniors, take it away, sushi. And then I'm like, fuck, wow. we're, we're, the, we're the exact same age. So Good job. literally the same age. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to, what are you going to do? What's it feel like to be old? It's, um, it's different. Everything hurts for no reason. You know, your body starts to fail. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone reminded me that the reason why when you're in your thirties, everything starts to hurt is because just a few years ago, it used to be that people only lived to be like 34. <laughs> just a few years ago. Well, you know what I mean? Like a few centuries ago, you know, we haven't yeah. really evolved too much. Like we evolved the medicine, but we didn't evolve the fucking like <laughs> the, the, the biological the pain, end of it. The pain tolerance. Body's like I was supposed to be done thirty five years ago, dude. Like, <laughs> you're pushing we seventy. Were not built to withstand this, right? Not built for tough. Oh my god! So it's not really a midlife crisis. It's a this is the end of the life crisis, mm. and your body just keeps thinking it's over, but you keep pushing it farther and farther and farther. Like yeah. how long have I got, Doc? And like couple more weeks and like another 35 years goes by and your body's like what is happening <laughs> what the fuck? Modern be- medicine we were supposed to be dead 20 years ago oh god <sighs> so welcome re- to this positive episode welcome to this positive <laughs> yeah welcome to this po- welcome to this positive episode of everyone sucks here we are back it is season three it is the first episode full episode, of, full episode. the first full episode of season three if you guys did not catch the mini this past Monday, go back and take a listen to that. It was pretty good. It was pretty beefy because we uh, rambled on about just a bunch of bullshit. Uh, you know, we, we had a lot to talk about because we came back from a, a multi-week break that we all desperately needed. Mm-hmm. And it was good. Uh, well, okay. The, the, the break from working was good. Everything we all collectively went through during the break, <laughs> maybe not so good, but... <laughs> The break itself. Honestly, I feel like that happens all the time. Like I took a break earlier, earlier this year. Yeah. And I was only going to be gone a week. I ended up I ended up taking a month and a half long break because everything kept happening. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like that kind of thing where like Uh, imagine if everything had been happening when we were also trying to do this. It would have been so much more stressful trying to be like putting on a show while like everything is going on. So. You know, even though everything else happened when this break was going on, we still okay. had a good time. Here, here's here's the thing. Okay. During this break, you guys, each one of you, what was one positive thing that happened during the break that you actually enjoyed? I, it could be literally anything. I platinumed Yakuza Like a Dragon on the PS5. Good Lord. That was awesome. I got the platinum trophy in it, and I felt good just fucking chilling and playing a video game. Okay. And a long-ass video game and just doing everything in it. And I fucking love it, and that felt genuinely very good. Okay, awesome. And you, sushi? Literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't have like a good snack, or yeah. <laughs> not really. <laughs> there, wa- there wasn't. There wasn't like one day we were like, "Damn, my hair looks really good today." Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. There, wa- there wasn't a single time where you took a drink of some fucking kombucha and you were like, kombucha. I don't know what you drink, some fucking hippie bullshit or whatever. And you're like, damn, this is some good hippie bullshit. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're killing us. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for a fake answer, you know? Well, mine wasn't fake. I'm genuinely happy that I fucking no, platinum Yakuza like a dragon. What about you, Sam, since fucking Debbie Downer over here? Uh, well, my week was very hectic and very stressful. But it was more than a week. It was like three weeks. Yeah. So it seems like a week. It though. seemed like a week. No, anyway. It seemed like three weeks. <clears throat> anyway, uh, I will say that the uh, my, my most positive was being able to host for ESA. I, I, had a, I really did. I really, really, really did enjoy working with ESA so much more so than GDQ. Um, They were so chill. They were so chill. I made friends. And you know how much I hate that. (laughs) I 
actually, I'm, I talked to people. They did not make me feel uncomfortable or unwelcome or there was no power dynamic. Everyone was generally like, yo, you did great. Like they were hyping each other up. You know, there was no like, I mean, you know, of course, it's a hierarchy because you got producers and, you know, team leads and stuff. But there was no like, I'm better than you. So blah, blah, blah. You know, like it was awesome. it was such a welcoming environment. 100% would do it again in a heartbeat. It was great. I loved it. That's awesome. And they ended up raising like 67000 Yeah, $67,000 for Save yeah. the Children, which was awesome. It was great. It was a great week. It's pretty cool. Yeah. New well, friends. We're going to have to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> You're my friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, she's on the, the the thing is too, like it's this, so the, the friendship they have is literally to the point where like Sam is like trying on new glasses and I'm like, did you show Shush yet? Like, like get her opinion, like just send her a picture. We just get each other. Okay. So, you know, like, which honestly, which actually, what did you think? Which one did you pick between her new glasses. She told me about the glasses, but I didn't see the glasses. Oh I don't my believe. Oh, God. I told you to send them. Fuck. Look. My my memory, gone. Well, if you look at her, if you look at her, the, the fan house. You mean look at my fan They're house. on there. Yeah. She got two pictures of them. And so I was split because one's like, what, clear frames? Yeah, one one's clear. And one's tortoise. And I think they both look pretty good. I, I was saying I was saying clear because it's a big difference, and I think they look really good on her. So I I have a limited like um, um, choice when it comes to glasses because I'm allergic to nickel, and so I can't have the metal frames because eventually whatever they paint it with usually rubs off, uh, yeah. and then I'm left with this lovely little rash in the middle of my fucking forehead where my glasses touch my face. Right, so I have so I have to get the plastic glasses. Huh. That's my unibrush. My unibrush? <laughs> my unibrush. Oh, my God. It, do you wow. know it took years before my mom took me to the doctor and was like, she got a fucking red thing in the middle of her forehead. What is oh that? Oh, my God. Years. And and finally, the doctor was like, yeah, she fucking allergic to nickel, you fucking psychopath. Like... <laughs> Do you, th- do you think? Do you think your mom was like trying to like go about it like the like the polite way? She's like, "Oh no, honey, that's your unicorn horn." Oh, I, do, <laughs> I do not think so. But uh, yeah, so like I, I was telling him, I was like, I really like uh, sushi's glasses, but I can't wear them yeah, metal. because of the metal piece in the middle. Mm-hmm. And usually they only do the uh, the half yeah. frames like you have yeah. with with the metal to hold it in together. And uh, yeah, I can't remember the last time I had a pair of glasses that had like the the, what, the nose, the nose things on the sides. Mm-hmm. I haven't had those since I was fucking in second grade or some shit like that. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, those things kind of suck anyway because they dent your nose. You know, they leave yeah. a little dent. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Always permadents. So usually if my glasses fall apart, it's on the sides, yeah. like the screws on the sides. It's never mm-hmm. like the nose piece because the nose piece is nothing but plat. I have had a pair snap in half, though. That that sucked, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, you should you should look at the, you should look at those. And but, yeah, both what, of them are plastic. What you th- or what you think is what is it called? Acet- acetone? Acetate? I'm not sure. I can't remember what they officially call the plastic ones, but yeah, that's polycarbonate. Something, something, yeah. Poly ceramic, <laughs> ceramic, cement glasses. What glasses made of cement? So speak glasses. So yeah. So speaking of being allergic to nickel, um, so I cannot wear like and when i say costume jewelry i mean like i can't just go to target and buy a necklace like that's just not something i can do um my my earrings have to be 24 karat and my ears start breaking out you know i can't i can't just wear a normal ass this is necklace this is what she says i have to have 24 karat or i'll break out (laughs) have you seen me wear much jewelry you ass my fucking my fucking my fucking plugs and my ears are plastic so go fuck yourself um i like them both i just pulled it up yeah but i like the clear ones yeah okay i'm really leaning towards the clear ones I think it's I think different. The clear ones are fun. Yeah, yeah, it's different. It's new. And honestly, I I said she should just get the clear ones and then just maybe buy the other ones like maybe like in a couple of months and just have like 
to have a backup pair. Glasses wardrobe. I yeah. was so that way you can be like, oh, today I'm gonna sport my clears. I was literally okay, but shirt. I was literally about to buy glasses, and then bam, dog has a butt infection. So I had to, <laughs> to right. spend money on a butt infection instead of buying new glasses. Speaking of glasses, <laughs> this literally reminds me of the fact that there's some video I can't tell you what it was. Sam can't tell you what it was, but mm-hmm. she showed me the video on TikTok of this girl who's complaining about something, but I couldn't listen to what she was saying, and Sam didn't listen to what she was saying, because her glasses, one lens was perfectly <laughs> square, and the other uh, one was a perfect circle, and it looked fucking stupid, and these are her normal glasses. Yeah. Literally a perfect square and a perfect circle for each lens. And it's like the third time I've seen this pair of glasses, and, and not not on the same chick, and she was, she was going off on a rant, and I was like, uh, I have no idea what the fuck she's saying, because <laughs> I cannot stop paying attention to her glasses. They look so dumb. Like, (laughs) giant shapes on your face that, like, yeah, just, they were really dumb. So, yeah, that's my my thing. But, by the way, get LASIK, because that's what I have, and it's awesome. Oh, we've had this conversation multiple times. I know, and we're going to keep having it until you get it. There it is. I found it. Nope. They're called the Tony Stark reading glasses for men. Oh, my. Why are they called Tony? Tony Stark doesn't wear fucking... A square and a circle lens. <laughs> oh my god. That looks so stupid. <sighs> oh my god. Are you looking it up? She's she's doing a deep dive in Tony Stark reading glasses for men. I need to find out. I, I just need to see this for myself. They're just so obnoxious looking. I think she's gonna send you the picture. It, it's coming. Faster, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, so you know, we we are we are. Found them first. No. Oh, you found them. <laughs> found them. They're <gasps> so ugly, right? Oh no, they're those so are not bad. It. Like those shapes are not it, especially combined. I, I cannot. <laughs> it's like I cannot. <sighs> I, I can. I'm sorry. I cannot take you seriously if you look like this. I can't. I can't do it. If we were in a conversation and you were my boss and I was looking at you, I would not be listening to you 100%. I'd just be staring at your fucking glasses frames. You know that You know that famous drawing of the, of the yeah. man fitting in both a, a square and a circle? No. It's like, it's like, a, it's like, the, it's, I can't remember who did it's it. It's like an illusion thingy, right? No, it's an actual, like, it's the thing about, like, it's, it's, an, it's a really famous drawing, um, it's like to show like the perfect anatomy of man, basically. But like, it's a dude standing like with his arms and legs spread out, and there's a perfect circle drawn around him and a perfect square drawn around him. So he fits okay. perfectly in them, and that's what that reminds me of. It's literally like the most like it's like somebody saw that drawing and they're like, I want to make glasses out of that for some fucking reason. It just yeah, that that's guy? It. yeah. I just typed into Google Da Vinci Man, that, yeah. <laughs> but that's not, that's not what it's called. It's yeah. called a. Uh, Vitruvian man. Yeah. yeah, the Vitruvian man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Which I've, you know what? I've never noticed the square. Not gonna lie, I've never noticed the square before. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a thing. But yeah, but that's literally what that was like. Someone saw all that painting, like, or drawing, like, I want to make glasses out of that. Like, no. <laughs> I don't like God. it. I don't like the material. I don't like the color. I don't like both shapes separately. I think both shapes would still be ugly frames if they were like. Full? <laughs> no. Yeah. I hate it. I yeah. like hate it. It's like it's you know you know what the funny thing is is I look at the left side like the square frame I'm like okay that's my grandfather's glasses and I look at the right side I'm like that's my grandmother's glasses and they just put them together They're you know together like, yeah and then and then some fucking like fucking Gen Z chick is wearing them now I'm like you just look like stupid <laughs> whatever they're not my glasses so we don't have to worry about that but so. It is season three. We've got some stories for you. We, we talked about when we came back, things were going to be a little bit different. Not really that different. It's still everyone sucks here. We're still talking about stories where people suck. And, and, and everybody and every, really sucks. And everybody sucks. Like these glasses, right? These these people, this, this, that's the whole point, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, th- this season, the only thing that's really going to be different is that we're, we just opened up what we're going to be reading about. You know, we're still going to have Am I the Assholes relationships, but we're also going to have fucking stories about Kevin. We're going to have fucking Today I Fucked Up. We're going to have... Man, I had a real... I saw a really good Today I Fucked Up. I did save it, but I didn't know if it was too long to, like, come back with, you know? Yeah. So, like... And it's going to have to be its own episode. Yeah, it was one of those things, like... Wait, I, okay. I didn't, 
That's exciting. Like I, I honestly, I could have done it on the minisode because now that since it was my minisode, I didn't think about it. But like, I did save it for later on. But yeah, we're gonna we. So we've just basically opened up to all sorts of like different Reddit threads or whatever stories you guys have for us that I've just some bullshit that you want read. Um, you know, you're always welcome to send us stuff at contact at everyonesuckshare.com if you're still using email. If you want to join our gilded server where we where we all collectively can talk and mingle and chat about stuff, you can. We have a submission form in there too. You can. Talk about whatever bullshit you have. But yeah, um, I think that's all really for season three that people need to know. Yeah. Just that, that we're just doing more different stuff. Like, we, we know we're <clears throat> like, that's it. That's, we just want to talk about stuff and chat about shit and ramble we're on. We're honestly just really nosy. We like talking about weird shit. So yeah. yeah. Send us your weird shit. I want to read about it. I want to. Oh, I don't know. What I got doing. really distracted because he's trying. <laughs> the dog is trying to eat something from under the stove. <laughs> Where crumbs would fall, you know, they're onto something. <sighs> he acts like he's starving to death. All right. Okay, real, real um, quick, real quick segue about the dog, though, right? Yeah. We, I, so we, we we told Sushi about the story. That I'm not. We're not going to rehash it here. Uh, but it's we did long. tell her about the story about like why we had to take Cody to the vet. Uh, we before this. Uh, really crunching. He is really crunching on something. I'm going to hold on. We're going to make sure that something is something he's supposed to be crunching on. Oh, goodness. Did you get some bread? Oh, God, he is wrestling the dog. All right. It looks like it looks like AJ lost that fight. I love doing <laughs> I love doing dog wrestling commentary. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't lose the fight. He just got it down before I got my hand. So I grabbed his, pried his mouth open, but it's already gone. I don't know what the fuck he ate. It was very crunchy. Great. Can't wait for that surprise later on. But anyway, so where I, what I was what I was going with was when we took when I took Midna to the vet for a different reason earlier before Koji. So yes, everything always happens in fucking pairs. When I, when one gets a problem, the other gets a problem a week later, which is exactly what happened. Took Midna to the vet, and they were like, "Hey, she's gained some weight. She's she is now considered overweight, so we've got to like lower her weight thing, right?" Because when I first took her last year to this vet, she was sixty pounds. She is now 75 pounds. Meanwhile, I kid you not. Wait, you're alone. I kid you. But get this. I kid you not. Take Koji in and they literally say, hey, he's underweight. He's losing weight. Because this. Yes. He is literally losing weight and she is putting it on because she keeps fucking eating his food. And so now we have to be extra vigilant. We not only do we have to change her food to like a like a Look fucking out. low calorie thing, but we also gotta pump him full of calories and reverse this shit, get her to lose weight and get him to gain weight because she's making him lose weight because she's fucking being a pig. So And it was funny too, because during 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 the vet visit, I was in with Koji, but but AJ was in with Midna. And uh it was the same exact vet. And uh he was like, Yeah, he's so he's eating the same amount, but he's losing weight. I was like, yeah, but, you know, we do have this other dog, Midna. And as soon as I said Midna, he was like, oh, the one who gained 15 pounds. I was like, yeah, that one. That Ooh. one keeps eating his food. So I guess she's eating way too much. Uh, no wonder he's always hungry. <laughs> she did, you know, it's not, it, it was, it's not just human beings that gained the pandemic pounds, okay? It affected the doggies, too, all right? So the doggies yeah, gained some pandemic pounds. They weren't able to go to the park that, as often. That is true. We, um, we couldn't take them to the dog park. I mean, yeah. like, so, you know. You know, for a good eight, nine months until mm -hmm. they were like, okay, we're going to open it, but, you know, everybody stay the fuck away from each other. Oh, my goodness. So poor, poor doggies got that freshman 15. Yeah. Oh. Well, he lost his freshman 15. <laughs> he did great. Yeah. She's so, she's a happy little sausage though. She's a little yeah. sausage. <laughs> yeah. He he's like he's like, damn. He's like, I didn't think I'd fit into these pants from 15 <laughs> years ago, but here we are. He pulled them out of the closet. He's like, damn, these fit nice now. <laughs> fits. I'm, I'm glad I kept my junior high pants. God. Oh, oh my god. So who's starting us off? <clears throat> uh what you got, Sushi? Well, uh, oh, okay. Hmm. 
Let's go. This was submitted by community member named Moses526. Um, it is titled, Am I the asshole for cleaning out the fridge without telling my husband? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, my DH, which I believe stands for dear husband, brought yes. home a metal box that he checks on often during the day when it's in the fridge. When asked about it, he said it contained freshly picked olives his friend Jason got from his uncle's farm and wanted DH to keep till he gets back from his business trip. I had no problem with him keeping it safe at the bottom of the fridge. DH always asked me to be cautious with the box and not open it as it would be rude to touch other people's stuff. Yesterday, I decided to clean out the fridge, which took me about two hours from unplugging the fridge, emptying all the items, groceries, vegetables, containers, washing, cleaning out the inside of it, and then letting it settle before plugging it in again. I took the box my husband brought out of the fridge and placed it on the kitchen island alongside other containers. While I was working, I received a video call via WhatsApp from my husband while at work feeling bored, asking what I was doing. I showed him I was cleaning out the fridge and he suddenly freaked out and asked about the metal box. I was confused so I told him to calm down and showed him where the box was. He got mad telling me I shouldn't have cleaned out the fridge nor even touched the box without telling him. I again tried to ask him to calm down as I saw no big deal with that. His precious box was safe and sound but he went on a rant about how the box needed to be put back inside the fridge ASAP and he told me to plug the fridge in right away. Uh, but I couldn't because it was still wet and still wasn't finished and cleaning other parts. Apparently, I pissed him off by stalling and he hung up and 30 minutes later, he came home and pitched a hissy fit saying I should have picked a time when he was at home to clean out the fridge so he could take the box somewhere else to keep it cool. I said, so what if it was sitting out in the fridge for barely two hours and olives can stand being outside the fridge for a longer period? He said, I don't get it and took the box wanted and wanted to leave with it i asked where he was taking it and he said he needed to go back to work and had no time to explain i shrugged this whole thing off but he came back with it in the evening and put it inside the fridge then complained about me cleaning the fridge without telling him and acting dismissive of his opinions i argued what options could he have had on cleaning out the fridge he argued back saying he promised jason he'd keep his olives in good condition and that i should have just told him end of story i wonder if i messed up he usually doesn't get that mad unless i've messed up and i think i have edit first of all yes i'm aware that dh is acting overprotective of this box but he always acts like that whenever someone asks him to keep an item safe for them like furniture or, or car parts and second of all no i haven't seen those olives myself and haven't opened the box because I didn't think I'd even have to, but DH tends to be overprotective of his friend's belongings, so I didn't give it much thought. Another edit, because many were wondering, yes, I unplugged the fridge before cleaning out. Since I did heavy cleaning, you can see that it's a common method. Just Google it if you're curious. I guess people were commenting on the fact that the fridge was unplugged. Uh, get some info. The metal box does look like a container of some sort, but DH calls it a box, so I didn't think uh, much difference. So we're all in agreement that there's not olives in that box, right? No, there's no who, olives in that box. Who the fuck is like, hey, <laughs> hey, bro, I need you to hold on to my olives for me. Like, what? It's definitely not olives. And, it's not uh, olives. So if you go into the, um, the comment section, there's a lot of like, ma'am, that is not olives, and you're slightly naive. But also there is a uh, very upvoted um, comment saying that it is characteristic of methadone oh. liquid methadone has to be kept in a box uh -huh. and then you can't touch it. like if you're not an opioid mm -hmm. uh, addicted person that if you like come in contact with liquid methadone it can really fuck you up so that could have been why he was very protective like do not open like don't mm -hmm. touch it mm -hmm. um so unfortunately it sounds like her husband is addicted to maybe heroin or uh, some sort of pills or whatever. Um, there's just a certain like, <laughs> I, there's a certain naivete to these like to these people with these stories that I don't understand. Where it's always like, okay, like it's one thing if it was like this was happening at your uh, say like say her boyfriend's house 
and she didn't live with him, and then it's a whole other thing, right? But, like, it's always, like, these weird things, like, they're married, but they have these weird secrets. It's like, I just don't know what he's doing. Like, what do you mean? You're fucking married. Like, yeah. why don't you, why don't you know you, what's going on, and why are you so out of the loop? If you don't know what he's doing, then you need to find the fuck out because you're married. Yeah, like, you're married, and, like, he's <laughs> telling you all these, like, don't do this, don't do that, don't do it. Like, keep, keep this secret. Like, what do you, what the fuck? The man why? came home from work because you cleaned the refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. That's a problem. That yeah, is not normal. There's not <laughs> olives in that box. There are no olives in that fucking box. Yeah. It's weird that she hasn't opened it up at this point. Th- that's what I'm saying. Like, you, before you, before. No, like, ignorance is bliss, Because right? she kept saying, oh, but it's his stuff. Yeah, but it's in it, your it's fucking it. collective fridge. You live together. You're married. What, what is this? And, and who the fuck, and you don't go, you don't go, that's really weird that your friend wants you to hold on to some olives for him. That's the fucking stupidest thing not I've to ever mention, heard. Not to mention that you can dry store olives for up to six months. They do not need to be in the yeah, refrigerator. Like their olives are brined, like they're fine. Yeah, like it's just that's just like the it's it's so stupid to have that as an excuse, but it's even more stupid for her to fucking be like that. This is a valid excuse. I believe this. What do you? You you weren't curious. Like it's your fridge. It's your fucking shit. He's fucking throwing a fit because you cleaned. Like everything about this is just dumb. The the man told you you should wait until I'm home before you clean the fridge. The refrigerator? That is red flag number one that you need to know what the fuck is in that box. I I, came home from work to tell you and complain about the box. You need to know what the fuck is in that box. I I don't understand how... (laughs) Again, I know it, it gives us something to read, but I don't understand how this woman's mindset wasn't... I should open this box and see what the fuck's in here. It was, I should write this on fucking Reddit. Am I what? the asshole? Like, <laughs> that was where your mind went when this happened? Like, like okay, if you want to do it later on, sure, but at least get the fucking information first. Like, you didn't take the fi- five seconds to do a little bit of research and figure out what in the fuck is in that box? Like, holy shit, people are stupid. Um, So, I don't think she's the asshole, but I think she's dumb. And I think that the, the, the sure. husband is, you know, maybe doesn't want to know the the actual answer. That's yeah. Staring right yeah. I, I, I think the husband's kind of an asshole for saying things like you shouldn't clean the fridge if I'm not home and you should ask me to cl-. like that's all that definitely that, that makes the husband an asshole for sure. Yeah, that that's a different definite red flag of that dude is doing something with that box. There's no olives in that box. Don't hand even me this shit. Right. Even if it's not methadone specifically, because we don't know. Right? Yeah. It's something. It has to be drugs. It has and, to be and, and something. It's, stupid. it's nothing that that. It's not. Also, it's nothing that like. You're cleaning out your fridge, right? When you clean your fridge, even if you unplug it, right? You can have. You can take stuff out of the fridge for a while and then put it back in. Like for two hours. Yeah, you'll be okay. It's gonna be it's fine. Already preserved. It's it's gonna be fine. Like yeah. Yeah. It, it's. It's not like, man, I left this mayo out in the sun all day. Should I put it back in the fridge? Like, uh. Well, thank you, Moses, for submitting that and making us angry. But next time, Moses, maybe you should submit it through the Gilded at gilded.gg slash everyone sucks here. <laughs> Burn. What have, you, what have you got for us, Sam? Um, okay. Am I the asshole for being uncomfortable with my girlfriend being naked around her dog? Excuse me. <laughs> so she turned demented for a second. <laughs> that head snap. My 33 male girlfriend, 30, hates clothes to the point where she has actively researched nudist colonies. And if it wasn't for having to occasionally go into the office, she would have moved there long before she met me. So she's always naked around the house, which for me, it's hella nice. She's got a rock and bod. <laughs> Shut the f- Fuck up. <laughs> oh my god, these people. <laughs> she got a rocking butt. Yeah. The And he's younger than you too. Uh, Alright, the issue is her two-year-old dog. Dog is a super cute and fluffy great Pyrenees. Very well trained. Ten out of ten, a good girl. My girlfriend was there. Sorry, my girlfriend was there when her friend brought the heavily pregnant mom home from the pound and was there at the birth and fell in love immediately. She sees that dog as the closest thing she'll ever have to a kid due to medical issues. However, my girlfriend is just always naked at home. Playing with the dog? Naked? 
cuddling on the couch, naked. She keeps a slip dress by the door for walks, but otherwise naked. It's weird, right? I tried to be subtle, but finally the other day I sat down with her and pointed out that, yes, she's trained the dog to not sniff human butts, but it's still like something out of an illegal adult movie for her to be naked with an animal all the time. Wow, she got pissed. She asked me to leave. I tried to talk sense into her, but she wasn't listening to it. I finally left her house, and once I got back to my apartment, I tried texting one of my friends, but she blew up at me saying I was an asshole. My girlfriend is now radio silence. Am I the asshole here? I, something, can you, do you think she, like, yelled at him while naked? Like, <laughs> I don't know why this is funny to me. Like, like, so. like the whole time she's, like, he, like, having this discussion, she's, like, screaming at him, but, like, I, anyway. Yeah. Oh, it, is she a nudist? Like, does she prefer her time alone to be naked in general, and there happens to be a dog there? Or did she start this behavior after from, dog. from what it sounds like it literally sounds like she was enjoying the naked life in her own house and then she just happened to get a dog then whatever and it's, it's well trained but like i can't i don't have an opinion on that <laughs> i so in my personal opinion i i personally am not comfortable being completely naked around the dog but i also know that the dog doesn't give a fuck <laughs> yeah yeah Right. Would I be naked around a dog? No, but I mean, the dog. That's why I asked that question: Were they like they like being naked at home in general, and I mean, the dog happens to be there? Because those are two different scenarios. I mean, God, I, I, don't, I don't like. So here's the other thing: is like he he makes he makes reference to like oh this is like this is like kind of like illegal because it's like you know you can't be naked around a dog this is like porn level kind of stuff it's only illegal if you are doing anything sexual in nature and right. there's an animal in the video that is illegal but just being naked next to a dog is not illegal let's no. just let's Weird, just yeah let's just put that out there that is not right. you cannot do that um i want to point out this comment because i think this chick is really fucking weird uh this, what? This girl said, this dude absolutely would not be able to handle the fact that I sometimes cradle my cat like a baby while I shower. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and she, she linked she she linked more of his comments because this is like this is from like the, the Twitter or whatever. But I'm like, you that's not like it's not a really good comeback when you do something really fucking weird. Also, cats don't like water. I like well, some cats some do, do yeah. but that that's that's kind of like hairless jump offs. But know? like, it's kind of fucking weird. Like you you made like it went from okay, you're naked around the animal to well, I I fucking cradle my cat like a baby while I shower. What you shower? What are you what? You're okay. Anyway, uh, that I thought that comment was weird, so I had to share it. Well, he he does have a he clicked off of it. Oh. Um, he does have an edit here, so it goes. Uh, wow, I stepped away to make and eat dinner, and this blew up. I wasn't expecting this many things to answer questions. No, I'm not a troll, and I'm not jealous of a literal female dog. I know my girlfriend isn't doing anything, but it's still weird. I do see being naked as sexual, since the only times I'm fully naked are when I'm showering or well having sex. I respect that my girlfriend doesn't feel the same way, but I'll get up to use the bathroom or something and come back to the dog in my spot on the couch, asleep with her head on my girlfriend's naked thigh. That's just so weird. How is it not? Uh, I <laughs> okay. It, 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 the thing is, I think what just has to be accepted here is what's weird for you might not be weird for other people. Like, in the same sense, like, again, like, I'm not going to be fucking naked around a dog because I don't want to be. But, like, that's just a personal thing of I just don't want to be like you know like but if nothing insidious is happening then like whatever yeah but at the same time i think it's a little weird in the sense no, of it's, like it's you know yeah weird it's it's not something that people typically do so it's like an outlier situation which is probably why she got she reacted in anger because she probably also knows that right? i'm yeah no one really wants to be told that they're weird um, like but, I guess I'm more caught up on like 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 I'm I'm less weirded out by the less weirded out by the whole animal thing and more weirded out about just like wanting to eternally be naked only because I'm like I'm very much not a yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I, not I'm not either I, I, like especially because like I'm sitting there like you're at home right so like I don't it like uncomfortable to it, me. it sounds uncomfortable like even like even stupid things like okay so she goes to the bathroom she went to the bathroom now she's just gonna come back and sit on the couch like. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, but like there's there's a, there's certain you have to take certain things into account, you know, like yeah. I agree with you. I feel like, like being nude all the time is uncomfortable. Yeah. But. And it's like at a certain point, it's unsanitary, you know, like if you hit that there's those levels of like weirdness where you're like, eh, it's weird. But like the so the weirder thing to me is the fact that she's naked all the time. Not the fact that the dog, the dog is there. The dog has been a dog. So it seems. It seems like. It seems like he's not from the examples that he's giving. He's not. Um, he's not upset about the dog being there. He's upset that there's no barrier between the two of them. Yeah. I eat clothes. So one example he gave was um, I've I found them lying on the floor with the dog's head on her stomach or her chest while getting head scratches. Or if my girlfriend's on her stomach, the dog will rest her head on my girlfriend's back. That's fine if there's clothes in between them, but how is it not weird if there's no barrier? So it sounds like he's just more right. The dog's naked too. Oh. He's naked. Naked. He, he's the one. With that, with that rationale, what if we get a T-shirt for the dog? Would it be okay? <laughs> and I, I think, I think the big thing here, the big issue with this too is, and unless there really is something, but at the same time, there, there it doesn't sound like there is. But he's the one sexualizing it. She's not sexualizing, it, sexualizing it. it. So he's getting weirded out by because he's sexualizing it. Yeah. So like, yeah. Her being mm-hmm. naked all the time, it's fucking weird. But at the same time, she's not doing anything sexual with the dog. Yeah. Just because the dog lays its head on her, its back, this dog, it's a dog laying its head on her naked back is not the same as you laying your head on her naked back, you know, or you laying your head on her naked thigh. That's much different because it's a dog. Right. Like, mm-hmm. they don't give a fuck. They're just, oh, you're a human and you're warm and I'm going to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's much, like, you're the one, you're the one sexualizing this and you're the one putting that, like, human element to the dog when it's just being a fucking dog like and she's just laying around with a dog so i don't think again i don't i don't think they're necessarily the asshole but for sure yeah but wrong Mm, i don't know i don't know about that what would what would you say in regards to the asshole not asshole (sighs) oh assholes here i think Mm. i'd say no assholes here they uh, on Reddit he got labeled as the asshole. Okay. Ted's kind of in the gutter, but also, oh, I mean, I can't tell someone else how to live their life. If I mean, it's not me, <clears throat> else. I mean that. I think that's the thing is like because he's adding that sexual um, uh, emphasis in there. I mm-hmm. think that's the part that makes him the asshole. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um. Because, like, he has admitted that he, he finds being naked sexual in nature, okay. But, mm-hmm. but you know, he's making he's making a huge thing out of something that isn't a big deal. Like, yeah, it's kind of off, and maybe he, like, doesn't th- find, you know, he doesn't f- see, what oh, yeah. you know, why this is a problem or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. But the fact that he, he does make it sexual in nature and he's brought this dog into it, like, I I think that's why he's the asshole. I, I, this comment, I think it's kind of funny because it reminded me of something else. They said, I can't get over how much this dude lucked out. A girlfriend with an incredible dog who likes to be naked all the time. And he ruins it by projecting some bestiality paranoia all over her and then goes to her friend about it. <laughs> and it literally, it, that, that, oh, that literally reminds me of all the dudes that, like, really fucking they really want a gamer girlfriend but then at the same time they ruin it by just being a fucking asshole to any girl that plays games like you know like they they dream of having the gamer nerdy girl i just want a girlfriend i just want her to play games i want a gamer girlfriend but then like in the same fucking keystroke they're like damn this fucking chick with her tits playing fucking games like don't understand it's bullshit like more yep it's literally like the same person the venn diagram's a circle yeah <laughs> oh yeah, you like video games? Name every game. Name every naked dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you like dogs? Name Na- every naked one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that we all collectively agree that once you take the collar off a dog, he naked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you naked. I love I love when dogs freak out about it. Like it like it weirds them out. Like what the fuck? Like. We like uh, we had we had a black lab chow mix that every time we took the collar off he like lost his fucking mind like it was like he was not a fan of having it off at that point like <laughs> put that shit back on yeah <laughs> Minnie don't seem to give a shit and Cody doesn't seem to give a shit either no. but 
But could you also wear anything and not give a shit? Oh, yeah, that's you true. Could put, you could put a sweater on him. He's like, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, go. So what 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 have you got for uh, layers of deception? Oh. Were Are we you ready? Did we have some submitted? Are you ready for season three layers of deception? Oh God, has 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 it has it gone up? Like. Are I we, feel like I have to like step up my game. Yeah, we're you know? stepping it up. We're at mock right? mock five now. Yeah, mock five layers of deception. So if anyone's new to the Everyone Sucks Here podcast, this is the portion of the show where I try to trick my friends because that's how you show love. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I find two headlines. One is a satire headline from the onion.com and one is real that exists on the internet. And they have to decide. It's up to them. All right, here is the first headline. Organized crime syndicate condemned for a history of nepotistic hiring practices. That's the first one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the second one is man steals fire truck in Hawaii to go to 7-Eleven. I'm saying that one's real. Oh my god! It's got, uh, Hawaiians on some weird shit. I could see them. Gotta doing that. be. It's gotta be the real one's. Gotta be the fire truck. It has to be. The real one is the fire. Yeah. Truck. yeah. This was sent to me by Wingless Hawk. Of course it was, because it's a Hawaii thing, and he always sends Hawaii stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're Hawaiian, and there's a picture. Obviously, I will post the link. Um, there's a picture, and the fire truck is yellow. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yellow yellow fire trucks. Yes. Yeah, they do. But why? I, I really don't. Maybe know. it's because it's like it's so hot there that like the like the red would attract so much heat or something, and that goes. <laughs> I, I I really don't. I, don't know. I I really don't know. But yeah, yeah, They're, they do have red ones here and there, but some of them are some of them are yellow. What yeah. color are their ambulances? Their ambulances are normal ambulances, but also the the police they constantly have uh, their lights on. Like it's not flashing, but their lights are like on, so you can always see police police around. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we learned that today. All right. Let me get into the article. A man in Hawaii was arrested for stealing a fire truck Saturday, and police found the vehicle and the suspect parked at a 7-Eleven. The Honolulu, Honolulu Fire Department told Hawaii News Now. Firefighters <laughs> were responding to a medical call in Farrington Highway in... Oh, my God. That's one of the name? main fucking strips. Oh, my oh, God. Wanae? No. Wanae? When I, yeah. When I, is it when I? Okay. On West Oahu at around 3.30 a.m. when the suspect drove off with the fire truck. When firefighters entered the home to offer assistance, they left the ladder truck running with its lights on, <laughs> making it easy for the suspect to take off with the vehicle, Hawaii News Now said. <sighs> Officials told the news site that this is standard procedure in emergency situations. Firefighters realized the truck was missing at 4 a.m. So half an hour 40? later. Oh, my no God. That the whole ass fire truck was <laughs> The fire department notified the Honolulu Police Department, who found the stone vehicle and the suspect minutes later at a 7 Eleven in neighboring Makaha. <laughs> yes, Makaha. Makaha. Uh, there were no reported injuries, nothing missing, and no damage to the truck. The 31-year-old man was arrested on suspicion of operating a vehicle without permission. I would also <laughs> say like, Grand Theft Auto, but that's just... <laughs> Okay, but what did he get at the 7-Eleven? Tell me it was a big gulp. Cheetos. It's 4 a.m. What would you get at 7-Eleven? Cheetos and a big gulp. Taquito easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going for them taquitos. And the old-ass hot dog is all shriveled up. Oh, oh God. <laughs> That's what they got. Oh my god. A tall boy, probably. Where's your head gotta be at if you're stealing a fire truck? Right? Like also how did fire they truck? how did they let that happen? Who was in charge of the fire truck and didn't know it was gone? That fire truck is huge. And also the fact that they're yellow, like imagine, imagine what's going through your head to be like, I'm going to steal the brightest, biggest, most obnoxious thing I possibly can. Most obnoxious thing. Yeah. How did this happen? You think How he had the sirens going when he went there? Like, like I got to get my fucking Rolos. 
Oh my god. So this is like the main strip, like everyone could see it. It's it one of the everyone. it's one of the main strips. It's a pretty big, big highway, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so much worse. <laughs> <sighs> I, like I really wanna know. Oh, that's Y and I. Yeah, that's Y and I. Uh, I really want to know, like, if he had the sirens going. Like, not even just the noise ones, just the lights. Like, did he pull like, up yeah. to the 7-Eleven with the lights That's going? That's what I want to know, And too. then the 7-Eleven, like, employee was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, not the nepotism in the crime syndicate. <laughs> That's only been going on for years. I mean, really, what are we going to oh. do about that? Nothing, really. <laughs> right. Uh, mine, mine is... Uh, yeah, I'll try to find it. Yeah, it's. I didn't get to pull it up yet. Oh. It's right here. Where's that? In there. Okay, so I... I'm going back. I want to talk about Kevin. Right. I want to talk about some Kevin. So this is... This is from. Oh it, I get through it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Stories About Kevin. And if you don't know what a Kevin is, um, it, it's an idiot. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially it. It's a stupid, stupid fucking idiot. Um, all right. So this one is called Kevin Drives a Big Rig. I got my commercial license in November of 2016 through a company sponsored training program. Basically, this means the trucking company paid every expense for getting my license, and in return, I signed a contract to work for them for a year. If I work for the entire year, they'll forgive the debt, and I'll be free to go. If I quit before it expires, they drop a $5,000 trade school bill on me. One of the terms in that contract said I have to work for six months in their expedited division, meaning I share the truck with a teammate who drives while I sleep, and I drive while he sleeps, and the truck moves for about 20 hours a day. That's insane. That's insane to me, but... I guess in the world of delivery, like, that makes sense for some things. Okay. So, but yeah, that's a big oof. I got along with Kevin pretty well before this when we were sleeping in different hotel rooms, so I thought he would be a good teammate. I could not have been more wrong. The main reason I quit three months into, three months into the contract was that he refused, they refused to give me a new teammate. So now I was a trucker by night, I prefer the graveyard shift, and a babysitter by day of someone almost the same age as my dad. He was good at making sure the truck didn't kill anyone on the highway, but that was about it. All right, so now here we get into the bullet points. He didn't seem to understand his life was in my hands when he was asleep and would constantly wake me up to ask for help when something he didn't even try to figure out himself. Things like the radio, the GPS, the seat adjustment, even the cruise control, which works exactly the same way as it does in every car that I've ever driven. So when my turn came, I could do maybe 100 miles before I had to park the truck and passed out from exhaustion. He went to insane lengths to blame his fuck-ups on anyone but himself. I'm pretty sure he has a gold medal in mental gymnastics. He didn't swing a turn wide enough when exiting a truck stop, despite two giant signs warning him, so the trailer wheels went into a ditch and we got stuck. He got a $150 ticket for blocking the road, and the company paid $300 for a winch out. When a safety manager called him the next day to ask what happened, he said, well, the truck stop is working in cahoots with the city to keep the ditch there because it generates revenue for the towing companies and the police. When they didn't buy it, he tried to blame me, even though I was asleep when it happened. <laughs> God. The GPS is a tool when he treated it, but he treated it like a god that would rain hellfire down on him if he displeased it. When we arrived at the cust when we arrived at the customer on another trip, middle of nowhere, only building in sight bigger than a house, he ignored the giant sign that said customer name truck entrance because the GPS told him to keep going. Turns out we came just close enough for it to think we arrived, so it started directions to a fuel stop over 500 miles away, and he followed it without question. Two hours later, I woke up to a call from dispatch asking why we drove right past the customer without stopping and got back on the interstate. Eventually, I put it all together, got in the passenger seat, and confronted him about it in as calm a manner as I could after being woken up at my equivalent of three in the morning to clean up after another one of his messes. His excuse was, well, the GPS told me to keep going, and I don't mess with computers like that. Wouldn't want them rising up. Then he tried to blame me because I put the route in. It wouldn't surprise me if he pulled a Michael Scott and drove the truck into a lake because it told him to. 
Truckers are re- truckers are required to log every moment we spend in the truck so we can prove we're complying with hours of service laws. And this was done on the same computer that we use for messaging the company, GPS, etc. Somehow he expected the computer to just magically know who was driving, so he constantly forgot to switch to his logbook when he shifted when his shift started. This meant that he would log his driving in my book right after I logged ten hours of driving. The law caps at eleven hours per day and ignore the lights and alarms and sirens and warning about hours of service violation and I'd get a phone call from a safety manager asking why and how I drove 18 hours in one day. This happened four times. It was damn near impossible for the company to reach him because he ignored his phone if he didn't feel like answering it. I even once saw him delete a message on the computer, then pretend he never received it when dispatch called him to ask for a reply. Don't want to answer a question? Just pretend they never asked. It even works if they can it even works if they can see when the message was opened. Oh, no. He was pissed off that they kept sending our 18-wheeler to the ugly parts of the city. Oh, I'm sorry. Your next pickup will be shipped from that warehouse on the beach in Miami. (laughs) Sarcasm. (laughs) He was too scared to drive in North Carolina because of the sharp turns on I-40 at the Tennessee state line, which can easily be managed if you stick to the truck speed limit. He took it as a personal insult and tried to chew out our dispatcher every time we got a load going anywhere near that state. As soon as I had a job lined up with a better company, I waited for a load going through my hometown. Then I met my brother at a Walmart near my house, threw all my stuff into his car, and called the office on the way home to say, I quit. Kevin's on his own. I just cannot imagine this dude being so fucking fed up that three months into his one-year contract, he's like, fuck that shit. I am out. I will pay the $5,000 if I don't have to deal with this fucking dude ever again. But that really sucks that he wouldn't just, like, switch his partner. I know. For real. Like, Like, he didn't have a problem with the company. I feel like there had to be something you could do because some people just don't get along with other people, too. Like, at the end of the day. You could see the issues. Yeah. like someone was like, I hopefully the fallout of your quitting caused more shit for Kevin. For Kevin, I assume the company took any complaints or comments from you as if you were an idiot. And he he did reply. Everyone in the office thought I was exaggerating. I have no idea what happened to Kevin after that. I do know he lost his job, but only because this company no longer exists. I wonder why. <sighs> Probably because they kept hiring Kevin. <laughs> but if they don't, if they don't exist anymore, he's gonna have to pay them back. Right. Oh, you know what? That's a Interesting. I didn't even think about that. Interesting query. Why do I have to pay you back? You don't exist. Yeah. Where's the money going? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that you know, it's it seems like a good idea of like, oh, two people, one person sleeps, you just drive forever until you get a terrible human being as your partner. God. Also, there's something about like I don't know, there's something about like the whole idea of like driving like across the country, right? But I wanna really know who's driving. If I'm just going to be sleeping, because I don't really trust many other people to drive. Like, I usually just prefer to drive unless I really know who they are. But if it's just some company and they're like, oh, yeah, just get in the car with this mystery stranger and go drive on all these fucking random ass highways and hope you don't die. Like, that shit's. Thanks, dogs. That shit is like a little scary. But yeah, Yeah. for sure. For sure. God, that takes a lot. I cannot sleep during road trips. I can't imagine oh. like that being my job to go to sleep while you're driving. It's very hard for me to sleep like in a car. Yeah, that's so uncomfortable. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot, of, but a lot of these these big trucks. I mean, stuff, yeah, they, they have, have beds. A, I mean, they have a bed. Too, yes, so, but yeah, you know, like still. it's it's a lot different than like just like yeah. you know trying to lay down in the back seat mm-hmm. or lean your seat back mm-hmm. down. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I feel like you could do it because you can turn off the light, you can lay down. Yeah, you know, but. Wow. <sighs> so what are you ending this with? Well, this one's interesting. We're just married and my mother gave us a rug and now wants it back. <laughs> oh, no. My mother, 70, told me, 30, that she'd mailed me a rug that had been in her house that had belonged to her mother. She didn't ask beforehand whether we wanted or needed any rug. <laughs> She said she had it cleaned and appraised and that it was worth several thousand dollars. When she came to visit before the rug arrived, she made sure to mention to my husband how valuable it was, apropos of nothing. She said that if we didn't like it, we should sell it because it's quote-unquote worth a lot and it doesn't really fit in her house or my siblings' houses. Trouble is, when it arrived, neither of us liked it. 
it was full of dull colors and we like bright colors. It also looks worn. I guess it's just quite old. In any case, I told her that it was very kind, but it just doesn't fit in our house. I thought we would sell it because we could actually use the money right now. Now she says she wants it back. <laughs> I know we shouldn't be surprised because this is super typical, but it hurts so much. She put so much unnecessary emphasis on the financial piece part of this. My whole life, she's given things or said she would give us things and then taken them back. Mm. How do I stop her from doing this sort of thing over and over again? Or how do I stop caring? TLDR, mom likes to give or say she'll give us valuable things and then changes her mind. I feel like, one, just turn them down. But if she just mails it to you and you don't want it, just throw it out. And if she gets mad, you say, yeah, I threw it out. I didn't want it. Yeah. Like, you gotta put your foot down somewhere. At yeah. Some, and then at a certain point in time, she'll she'll probably get upset or mad enough that she'll stop mailing you shit. Like. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. that's that's rough. Like, mm -hmm. good lord. Uh, I, the most upvoted comment says, "Part of me can't help but feel that her playing up the value of the rug is a falsehood, as if that would earn her brownie points on something in your home mm. was never so valuable, and how generous she was to gift you with it. And mm. y'all considering selling the rug means she'd be caught in the lie, and she doesn't want to be caught red-handed, which obviously is just idle speculation on my part, based on my own experience with family that wants to take back gifts. And I think that's an interesting point." Because she did mention, like, sell it if you don't like it. And then mm -hmm. he's like, oh, you're going to sell it? I'm going to take it back. Interesting. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I mean, that that's that's so odd. I don't have any personal experience with anybody, like, upping, like, oh, well, we're just going to take this back. So, I don't know. Do do? A lot of people saying that they have experience with something like this. I, I there's, no, there's never been, I've never been given anything and then asked for it back. Like... There's not been a... Well, actually, no, I take that back. Well, okay. It's not quite the same because, like, at one point when I, I remember, like, one of my first apartments, my mom gave me, like, some fucking, like, paintings that she did to put on the walls just so I had have something on the walls. And then she asked for them back later on. But, like, kind of felt different because they were, like, her paintings that she did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was more or less just like a... It was less a gift and more a, uh, here, put this in your house so just, you don't have to stare at blank walls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, that... And that was, I mean, I wasn't, like, bothered by that. Like, yeah. what do you mean you want these back? They're mine, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, especially when she, like, sold that shit anyway for, like, yeah. thousands. So, right. Like, um, but the, in general, there's never been anything that, like, I've ever been given that, like, anybody's ever asked for back, like, ever. But it's also weird because, like, it, it's one of those things she, she sent this thing that they didn't ask for, didn't need, didn't want. And then they were like, okay, here we are. And then she's like, oh, it's very valuable. If you don't really like it, you can sell it. And they're like, okay. And then she's like, can I get that back now? Like, it's a whole lot of mental, like, gymnastics here yeah. that they're having to deal with as well. Whiplash. Yeah, it's a lot of whiplash. The, uh, the, the, that, that's another thing, too, with, like, the whole, like, uh, giving, like, in general. If you give somebody something, no matter if you, if it's a gift to them or you give it to them or whatever, it is no longer yours, and you don't get to decide what they do with it anymore. And I think people need to get the fuck over that. Like, like, there's, there's like a weird, like, inherent guilt that you get when you're given something too. Like, oh, I have to hold on to this forever now, you know. But like, I remember when I was given a, um, I've been given like, you know, we've all been given furniture at some point, mm -hmm. and like, I've been given like a dining room set, and I was, at one point, I was given like a chair and a couch and shit like that. And over time, I had to get rid of them. But there's always like that weird guilt of getting rid of. Them. Do I just throw this in the dumpster? And you know what? I did. I threw it in the fucking dumpster. Like it was. Because at the end of the day, I was like, I couldn't take it with me. What am I going to do with it? I shouldn't have right. to feel guilty about it because I can't use this anymore. It's, 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 it's served its purpose at this point. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I, I think, but at the same time, people who give things need to get over the fact that, like you gave it, it's gone. Like you, it's out of your life now. So yeah. you don't get to choose what happens to it. You don't, you, you. That's it. So, but that's also because a lot of people put a lot of value on things that other people do not. You mm -hmm. know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But yeah, that's that's all I got on that one. Yeah. I'm so fucking hungry. I yeah, me guys too. <laughs> I really talked about that lasagna earlier. Now, I, you know, I really want one. Yeah. So. <laughs> I go to 7-Eleven. 
and our Seven uh, Eleven lasagna. Ooh. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> That's why I want to name this episode Seven Eleven lasagna. Oh my god! Throw okay. everybody <laughs> off. You know, treat yourself. They'll, they'll treat listen to the yourself. whole episode waiting for the Seven Eleven lasagna just to get to the very end and be like, "What? <laughs> it's over." <laughs> Got him. You know what? You do it. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Do you guys have any news or upcoming projects you're working on? Um. So I just wrote a script for my next YouTube video, and I want to get it shot. Uh, hopefully, because I'm, 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 I'm on my weekend now, right now. So like, I've got a couple of days. I would love to get it shot and edited. I don't think I'll get it in time for posting this week. If I can, that'd be great. If I can, it would already be posted by the time this is out. But I don't think I've got time for that. Um, but I did, I actually did do a, um, I tested the YouTube shorts the other night. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to see, I'm going to see how that works. I'm trying nice. to figure out if I can, if I can in any way work that into my content on my channel and like keep cool. it relevant in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure. So we'll, t- I mean, it's in, it's in beta, but we'll see how that works. But nice. yeah, uh, youtube.com slash simply AJ. You can find me there for some, some mm-hmm. fucking videos. But yeah, so I want to get my video made. That's my goal. That's what I got upcoming. It's it's pretty cool, cool. good. What about what about you guys? Um, so I am gonna be posting more on my uh, on my fan house that I made. Yeah. So if you definitely want to see some behind the scenes stuff of uh, what we do here on the podcast or behind the scenes stuff of uh, streaming, I'm gonna be posting a lot about my uh, week at ESA. Uh, so if you want to see what happens, um, you know, because there's no camera for hosts and stuff during ESA and during all these marathons, you want to check out what I do a little bit, you can, you can, you can check me out on, uh, I believe it is fanhouse.app, uh, slash at Sam J, um, Mm. there. So I'm, I'm going to be making some more content. Also, I've been using it as kind of like a shit poster and, uh, posting, posting about the dogs and stuff like that. So. Um, a lot of things that you're not gonna see on my Twitter or any other uh, any other thing on there. I'm gonna be posting on my fan house. So uh, whenever this goes up, it'll, it's still gonna be there. It's still gonna be there. So make sure well, to yeah. check it out. I got a fan house too. We're both uh, yeah. testing out. I really like it. I think the community is super too. nice. Yeah, so far. everyone's like really positive and and like encouraging of creating content. Um, oh yeah, I've been having a blast with it. I think it's, it's a lot like of fun. Really close knit. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna be posting probably like special effects makeups and like drink recipes and stuff that like I wouldn't normally post on Twitter or isn't exactly like video game content. Um, just like other things that I'm yeah. interested in that like yeah. are more my personality. Definitely you know? go sub to uh, Sushi on Fan House. What's your link? Sushi Monster. Yeah, so. nab that shit. And there you Fan go. Fanhouse.app slash Sushi Monster. So yeah. same, same all platforms. Yeah, so we'll uh, probably throw links in the YouTube yeah. video too and have all, all the bullshit there. Awesome. Um, yeah, you guys really got any other, any, other, it's really cool. any other projects you guys are working on or anything? Or Just since? normal normal streaming. Normal streaming. I'm getting back into that. I took about a month off mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for various reasons, so I'm getting back this week into content creation in general. Um, and I'm actually a new team lead on a new charity team called Underworld Charity Team. Awesome. So yeah, I'm re- I'm really 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 excited about it, especially since I have like um, some sort of like sway in how it goes. Awesome. Um, so hopefully. It goes away. <laughs> That's great. That's so, to the uh, we're going to be focusing on marginalized um, uh, organizations, LGBTQI, cool. a things, uh, BIPOC creator issues. Um, just like really, it's it's brand new, so we're still figuring it out. But it's really exciting, like like going through applications and like building other creators up, like the next generation. Yeah, that's very cool. You know? And like teaching them what what I know about um, successful charity streams, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like bringing everyone up in like a healthy way, and just the the way we have it all, like the team dynamic is really really cool. Everyone has like a job. It's been no one stepping on each other's toes because everyone has a job, and it's it's really positive, and I love it. I like meeting all all the new creators, and like hopefully it that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm really excited about it. Actually, yeah, very cool. Well, if you guys want to uh, check everybody's stuff out, we'll have links in the appropriate places. Um, you can also always find us 
<clears throat> in the uh, in the gilded as well, and we talk about other bullshit too. So I'm slipping into the fucking edge of <laughs> dying right now. So the co- I'm, I'm being hungry. sustained only on coffee. So I'm very hungry. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna depart. We're gonna it's it's good to be back for season three. Yeah. We will we will come back strong for next week as well. We got some uh, more juicy bullshit for you. And hopefully uh, we will eat before the next time we record, and that'll help alleviate whatever the fuck I'm feeling right now. Always lying. Yeah. But yeah, catch you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.